Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! Against Gil, the crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! Welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast. What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. My name is Nick Ingvall, and I'm with my guys Mike and Robbie to talk some kicks tonight. How's it going, fellas? It's going good, man. How about you guys? I'm doing great. Greetings to all the listeners. Hope everybody's doing good, too. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm excited to uh, to run through some uh, some entertaining stuff. Hint, hint. But uh, <laughs> before we get to to our main topic for this episode, I wanted to uh, just shout out absolutely no one for leaving us a review on iTunes. No, just kidding. We appreciate all of you that have left a review. Um, we're going through a dry spell, though. This is like the third or fourth episode in a row where we haven't had a new review to read. So tell a friend, tell, have your uh, significant other, your roommate, your brother, your sister, hop on iTunes and drop us a review. Um, and uh, just just make it entertaining. Tell us a story about how you got into sneakers or something. We're, we're happy to read through them. Obviously, leave us feedback. If you tell us we suck, then, you know, thank you, I guess, in advance. But uh, we would definitely appreciate it if you guys took the time to leave a review because it's the only way we're really going to grow the audience that's, that's, um, and the community that's listening to the podcast. And we see all of you listening because there's a ton of you listening and we don't have that many reviews. But we are creeping up on 100, so I'm pretty excited yeah. about that. Well, hold up. I got to say, I told this to Nick last week, Robbie, I didn't get a chance to tell you, but shout out to the dude who works in Finish Line in Sugarland, where my mom bought some sneakers from, and he knew who we were and he listened to us. So I don't know your name, bro, but thank you. That's sweet from Sugarland. That, that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's though. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So uh, what are you guys rocking? What are you copping this week? Uh, I today I rock my Puma Sky Dreamers uh, to work right now. I'm sitting in my pair of freshly opened LeBron Seven All Star Games. Um, what I'm looking to cop right now, I'm I'm really leaning towards buying the LeBron Seven China Moons now since they're under retail, and I love these sevens I have on my feet. Also leaning on towards making a bad decision on buying the. Dunk low, um, plums. Uh, they're a smidgen bit over retail, but I really want them. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Man, those must have um, kind of settled down because they were going for a bit more like a week ago. Which ones? The plum. The plums. Yeah, they're like they're like two twenty, two thirty. I've seen. So 
I mean, this is way more reasonable than the, what 400 they were a couple weeks ago. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I mean, I wore my LeBron 7 All-Stars today. Tomorrow, I'm going to wear my LeBron 3 Homes I just got. So that's what I will be rocking. But when it comes to copping, I need to really put notice on how whoever runs the Nike.com um, page, when you click on a shoe and it has like the guy doing jumps in it or like t- lacing them, <laughs> those things work and they make me want to buy a damn shoe because <laughs> I was bored earlier and I was looking at the Jordan 34 and I was like, I don't need another pair of 34s. But then I'm seeing this dude jump around in like the white and silver pair and those things like white, silver, with iridescent on the heel and those things are fresh as hell. Yeah, so like, yeah. I didn't know I needed them until I saw, you know, this, this dude here just doing little baby jumps in them. And now I'm like really interested. So um, if you listen to Patreon, I'm trying to cool it on the purchases after a heavy February. But if I decided to be a crackhead, I might just accidentally buy these 34s. <laughs> Relapse. <laughs> <laughs> so um i want to actually get into that a little bit more after uh, or like in, in a second here but um for me like today i was rocking the uh the fear of god skylon to the white version um i just think that shoe is crazy underrated i think people only want fear of god like you know the like original silhouettes and the you know the like super high end stuff but the quality of those Skylon 2s, just like simple old school runner, you can get them for way below retail, I'm sure, right now still. Um, I, I'm, I really am a big fan of, of all the colorways of that shoe that released. But um, what I'm copying or what I'm looking to cop, uh, man, I just saw the, the uh, Reebok question in like the Georgetown colorway with yeah, I mean, like the all navy blue upper with a gray toe. Um, yeah, um, I'm a, I'm such a sucker for the for the question to begin with, but like Georgetown colors too, man. That's that's definitely a must have for me. So that's that's my pick. But um, so one of the things that you mentioned, Robbie, that it made me think um, when I when I worked for Finish Line. And a lot of the companies I've worked with or, you know, for throughout the years, there's always this crazy kind of back and forth as to like showing shoes on like on foot, like on a model versus having the shoe just like, you know, your standard like five angles of the shoe photos on the website. And I always, always, always want to see shoes on foot. And I'm still blown away that like a lot of websites don't show shoes on foot. Do you guys, how often do you think seeing a shoe on foot actually changes your opinion of a shoe? hundred uh, percent of the time. Uh, I typically don't make a purchase because of how I see, like I said, those traditional five angles on, uh, on whatever store selling them. But I will just be scrolling through a feed and, you see someone with the right picture, the, the shoes on the right way. It's like, I'm buying those. I don't care who they are. They don't, not anyone super influential. It's just someone can take a picture the right way with it on foot and just change your mind completely. 
I made my thoughts known by starting this conversation. But yeah. <laughs> the baby jumps got him. I mean, it's just it's it's just crazy, right? Like, I don't understand why brands and retailers are not just always putting the shoes on feet. And I get that it's like super time consuming and way more difficult in, in terms of like the logistics of, you know, like, like at finish line, I got to work with like the photo team and like getting product on the site, even at stock eggs get to work with like the photo team and like the, the process of, of, you know, uploading product to the site and doing anything with, with, you know, like on foot pictures obviously takes way more time than just like rolling it through a white box, taking your, you know, five photos and, and uploading with a white background. But I mean, I can't think of very many shoes other than stuff that's like super near and dear to my heart, like a Reebok question or a, you know, a Jordan one, Jordan three, those kind of like types of shoes that I'm just instantly like, I gotta have it. I almost need to see on foot photos. And I like seeing like the style of the way people wear it too. I think like, you know, um, I would say like, like, you know, Jerry Lorenzo and the fear of God stuff is a good example of that. Or, um, I think like Errolson from acronym does a really good job of like showing the product worn in like this whole kind of this whole, the whole vibe of how the product, how they want to see the product worn makes it, even if you don't feel like you could wear the same, same clothes that they wear or the same, you know, have the same vibe. It at least gives you an idea of like what you could either aspire to or the way that they think that it should be shown and, and worn. And that to me is just a really powerful thing, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that that's it. Like, on foot is the way to do it. I think even Reebok has started doing on feet uh, on their website. So if you go through, look at the pictures, usually like the fourth, the fifth one down on their, their line of pictures, there's someone like walking around in the shoe. And I don't know. It just shows you that, hey, it is possible to wear because sometimes you'll see a shoe and it's like, eh, I don't know if I can do it. But you see some put it on a foot and you just see them walking around. It's like, oh, it is possible. It looks better now. Yeah. So moving on, we were, we want to talk about, um, I guess kind of a pretty good list of, of shoes, right? Because there's been plenty of stuff come out recently, but I think the thing that stuck, stuck out to me most recently was the breaking bad K Swiss collaboration, which should have happened years ago, but it's still cool. Um, it's still cool to see it happening, but we wanted to talk about like our favorite, uh, Oh, sorry about that. We want to talk about our favorite TV show collaborations or TV show inspired sneakers. Now we're going to get a little, a little nitpicky with it because we we're going to avoid movie inspired shoes just because there's so many of them. We'll do that in a separate episode, I think at some point, but, um, Robbie, since you had like a pretty solid list, you want to start out with it? Yeah, I can start it off. So do we want to kind of go or try to go by brand and then just kind of work our way from there? So I, 
I, I, I'm cool with that. I also think we could just, you could just run through like a handful of, of your lists and we could kind of all chime in with our quick thoughts on the shoe and then we could move on to kind of the next. Um, cool. I have a feeling we'll, we'll end up doing a bunch of jumping around because of the, um, you know, just the nature of how many there are and things that might come to mind as we're talking. Groovy. I mean, so while we're, so we're starting this off because of the case where it's breaking bad shoe, um, this kind of go going that a little bit further. It looks like it's, it's taken a Tom stacks overshoe type feel, but, uh, anybody that's watched the show knows that, uh, he wears a hazmat suit while he cooks up his meth because he's a smart teacher and he's very, in the beginning of the show, he's very concerned <laughs> about, uh, <laughs> about protection and keeping everything clean. So um, there's really, really good storytelling on it. Um, it has his um, Heisenberg, the his last name uh, on the bottom of the shoe. It's super cool stuff. But um, in terms of old shoes, um, let's just start off with Kyrie because Kyrie and Nike have really been pushing a lot of like TV show theme shoes. So the easy one is the friends Kyrie five, mm-hmm. right? I think that's one of the cooler TV show collabs ever. Cause it's really understated. And just, if you see those colors together, you know what it means. You throw in the, the word friends in that iconic print and it's just solidified. So I think those are dope. How about you guys? What do you think about them? I think they're, ex- they're executed well. Look at the shoe. I never, I mean, probably a lot of people are going to just collectively look at me weird when I say this, but I think I've maybe on a whole watch a whole 25 minutes of friends. I've never said and really watched it, but I can respect his love for the show and how they translate it to a sneaker. Yeah. I'm, I'm not like a huge, um, friends watcher either. I, I have watched a handful of episodes over the years, but I think I'm not like a big fan of the Kyrie five in general, but I think like the way they executed it was pretty nice. Cause it was, it was super subtle and that was what I actually liked about it. So, I mean, on the opposite end of the spectrum, so you have the friends Kyrie five, very understated storytelling, um, maneuver, but then you have like the SpongeBob pack, which is loud in your face. I personally did not buy any of these because I can't pull them off anymore. Like I don't wear enough gym shorts out in public. I wear classy shorts now that are kind of like gym shorts. <laughs> I wear elevated gym shorts now. Um, so I just, I, I can't see myself rocking a SpongeBob or a Patrick shoe, but they're super dope for all ages it's not for me yeah see this is one my speed i mean i've watched probably a year's worth of spongebob and <laughs> um, those are done really cool because just like you said they were out there they went all out for the shoe they didn't try to just kind of tiptoe around what it was but each shoe literally represented a character to a t uh heck they had the one shoe that looked like the freaking pineapple house which was super well done super hard to wear but Definitely, uh, definitely like what they did with it. For me, I was never really a SpongeBob fan. I know I'm probably on the uh, on the the shit list for a lot of people because of that <laughs> or, for, or for that. But um, I, I I think they were dope. I just it's just not something that resonated with me. So 
kind of not the not the consumer for this one. I mean, it's funny because I've watched a lot of SpongeBob and I watched every episode of Friends as it aired with my dad every freaking Thursday. Um, but still, this both shoes just aren't my taste. So it just shows that just because there's a collab of a shoe doesn't mean that it's for everybody. And that's awesome. I, I always think that there's much like love, there's a shoe out there for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and we prove it. So um, another one here is the Martin LeBron 16, which I didn't buy, but I love I love how they don't even really have to like scream Martin. But if you've ever seen like five seconds of the show opening, you know exactly what it is. The laces were really cool. I like how they kind of, they kept it as, I mean, neutral as they could with like the predominantly blue base. But just another really good shoe that I just pushed the pass button on. But really good time to the TV show. Yeah. Um, I put I hit the pass on that one as well. Um, I didn't really – I didn't buy any LeBron 16s. And now I'm kind of – see them slowly becoming available at low prices. And that may be one I grab eventually. But, yeah, you, you hit it right on the head with that, Robbie. Like you literally – you see – just you flip the TV to a rerun of Martin is coming on and you see a picture of that shoe. You're like, Oh, I understand this immediately. Yeah. It's just the same, same for me. Like I, I, I thought it was super dope. I just, it just not, not something I picked up. So, I mean, I think it should be noted that none of us probably bought 95% of the shoes we're going to go over. Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> but, to that point, I'll join the 5% because we have the Stranger Things Nike pack. And I did the blue blazers. And I actually wore them in Atlanta. I only brought two pairs of shoes. And I wore those most of the time. I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. I definitely drank that Kool-Aid. And I would have bought probably two or three more pairs if there weren't other shoes for me to have to buy. Emphasis on the have to. It's not a real need thing. But, I mean, outside of the the three last releases where it had, like, the, the tear-away slash burn-away, you know, layer, I wasn't feeling those. But the other five or six I thought were all fantastic. So I, I, I really like that pack. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I like to show Stranger Things as well. I think it represented the show well. They didn't try to go with a crazy alien print. They kept it really retro. Um, with the one, the burn away, they kept it really cool, like representing the kind of the upside down, um, which is predominantly what the show is about. And yeah, uh, I didn't purchase any pairs, but I like the direction they took that one in as well. So again, I'm not uh, someone who watches Stranger Things, although I do want to watch Stranger Things. Um, I'm going to try to watch Stranger Things, but I actually um, was under the impression that the show, that the shoes were a little bit older than the show would have been, right? Like, I think the shoes are like all 80s models and the show is like a 90s show, right? No, show's in the 80s. Oh, is it? Okay, uh, so. Yeah, late 80s. I think there's, there's still a little bit of discrepancy in the, the models, but uh, it was in the 80s. 
Yeah, so obviously this is not something that was meant for me, but <laughs> <laughs> you'll like it when you watch it. Don't worry. Yeah, we are yeah. Americans are so into canon; like things have to be canon or they have to fit in. And to the Stranger Things collection, I say it's not that deep. This, this, enjoy what it is, and 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 just don't don't think too hard about it. Uh, I mean, the the next shoe here, I would say is a thinker. If you've never seen Family Guy, but if you've seen Family Guy, it's just like one of the perfect samples we will probably never see, but. Who knows? Maybe we will. Um, it's the Stewie Griffin LeBron Six, mm-hmm. which has like the best. I mean, how how do you describe that cartoon shading? Just oh, it's perfect. But what would you call it? I, I would call it cartoon shading. Uh, cartooning. This is a lot of like this very good, very yeah. good. The art of cartooning is represented super well on that shoe. Yeah, it's perfect. Yep. Yeah, that, that shoe is super crazy, too. I mean, I think, like, I, I just know that, like, you know, obviously, we know, we know, I think we all know Chad, Sneaker Galactus. Um, he has a pair that's been kind of on display in some of the, like, in, like, the Bottle Shoe Museum and, like, the, the Brooklyn Museum when it was at that stop. I think even maybe out here in L.A. when they, when they did, um, like, their kind of tour, but... I really think that shoe is, is like, that's like the perfect analogy for the shoe. It's almost museum worthy because it's so like spot on and over the top and like, just like a cool story. Yeah. They even referenced it, referenced that colorway on the, uh, LeBron 11. What the, if I'm not mistaken on a toe box. Yes, they did. Yep. I don't wear those nearly enough. I, I honestly forgot I had them until you brought that up. So I'm going to pull out some time. Add to the rotation. Let's see here. So we're not going to – this is tough because the, the, the next one here, I don't want to just rip apart because I was really disappointed in it. But the Naruto Adidas pack had like 1.5 shoes. That kind of released? But – that, that that was a failure amongst all failures for me. I love Naruto. I'm a huge Naruto fanboy. So I was really stoked and then really disappointed. That broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, I dude, I, I didn't realize it released. I remember probably, what, 60 episodes ago where we talked about the sneak peeks and I never saw anything else afterward. I just saw that, that one... Um, boost shoe with the suede up that the dark navy suede upper with one of the uh with one of the, the ninja clans like symbol on it but I, I didn't know it even released yeah it makes me wonder if there was something that came up with that right because there was that navy pair and then the the red white i forget the model that was on the red white but um or reds like silver right mm-hmm. but like that I, it makes me wonder if like they they moved forward with it and then for some reason it got pulled because it it seems like there would have been a lot more energy around that collaboration, right? I agree. You would have thought, but they yeah, something must have happened where they had to pull it last second. But I, I just I don't get it. Um, 
contrary to that, here's a here's a release that really went super under the radar, but was executed a million times better. Um, it's the Tom and Jerry Reebok Insta Pump Fury, and that was mm-hmm. a recent one. And from packaging to this the clothing around it, that was a super well executed for a classic TV show or cartoon. Yeah, like both sneakers they came out with, Insta Pump Fury and the I don't I don't know the other one. I don't know if it was a Club C. Yeah, Club but, C. Man, they were done super well. Like you never really expect, you know, oh Tom and Jerry, and you think maybe we're gonna do a gray shoe for Tom and then a brown shoe for Jerry. Man, those things literally look like they came out the cartoon just spot on and I don't know if it's something I could wear on a daily basis, but it'd definitely be something cool to just, you know, sit on a shelf in an office. So I thought the, um, I agree on all fronts. And I also think that the, um, the packaging was really dope on those shoes. Right. Yeah. Like I saw like, um, Steven Smith, like who obviously most of you probably know, but he's the designer behind the Insta pump fury and a lot of like classic shoes from the eighties and nineties. But he posted his box of the, of the shoes and it was just like, like just really well done. So I think props to, to that whole collaboration. Yep. Killer. I mean, that's where I saw the shoes were from Steven Smith. So that's, yeah, good callback. So next we have the Dragon Ball Adidas, which did release. And I do see some of them like the Goku and Frieza sitting in various sneaker shops behind a glass case. But outside of that, another very um, muted or dare I say missed release, like opportunity to really have a lot of fanfare around that. But um, another one of my favorite TV shows of all time, just not what I had in mind when I closed my eyes and think about my dream Dragon Ball collab. No, they, they use really obscure models for everything other than the Goku and the Frieza. I mean, they were trying to push to pro fear at that point. That other shoe that had the weird netting upper. Um, the D-Rupt. Thank you. Yeah, they need to go away. That's what they need to do. I'm glad they did. Um, but there was such opportunity to – you could utilize NMDs because, I mean, they're pushing those every which way. And they have a way better uh, blank slate – for NMDs have been, you know, something better. Uh, you had, of course, Ultra Boost, which didn't make a pack at all, which is very weird to me. Um, you had, you could have put in a, any kind of ZX sneaker. Like there were so many other things that could have been done with the rest of them. I mean, the saving grace for the other, what, five sneakers was the packaging. Yeah, I, I, I thought this could have, I think this is always like a challenge for brands, right? Like you don't want to do everything on like the, the, you know, kind of trendy silhouette. And I think this is kind of one of those situations where the Dragon Ball Z stuff, I like that they tried the different silhouettes because probably next on the list, we should talk about like the Game of Thrones collab, right? And I liked a lot of the shoes, but that's because I like the Ultra Boost on the Game of Thrones collab. But as a whole, the collection of Game of Thrones Ultra Boost was kind of disappointing. It was like all of it could have been done a little bit better. They could have put a little bit more 
effort into, you know, the, like the way that the, the Dragon Ball Z stuff was done, right? Packaging, the, the colors were better in my opinion, but I don't know. There's like a, there's like a, a tough kind of decision to make as to like how you approach a like capsule collaborative collection, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you guys... <sighs> Were you guys into the? I mean, obviously, I'm. I think we discussed Game of Thrones many times, but uh, I know Robbie was into it. But like, were you guys into the Ultra Boost? I never watched the show except for maybe one episode, but I actually did like the uh, the Ultra Boost collab. I mean, I liked it because the colorways look nice, and just like you mentioned, I just like the Ultra Boost. But if I'm looking at the grand scheme of it all. I think they could have probably done more because I know the show is very um, character driven and like costume driven. I feel like they could have done some more by changing up materials and things like that to really speak to more of that, you know, fantasy medieval type time that the show is based in. I did the Nick and I told myself I'd get them on sale or I'd get them later. And then I just forgot. And every single pair was sold out in my size. Because I was feeling it. Like like Nick said, he keeps in pair of Ultra Boosts close to the door. I typically do in the summertime also because they're just so comfortable. It would have just perfectly tied together comfort and fanboying. But just I never I never pulled the trigger. And, and I really wish I had like the Night Watch pair or the Targaryen. There's, there's pretty much all of them I was into. Just didn't buy Played myself. <laughs> but I mean, so speaking of playing yourself and not a lot of fanfare or execution, wh- wh- whatever variable we've been throwing in there to say why we haven't loved the shoe, but the Stranger Things Reebok collection, that was a bait collab. Those I thought fell more in line with the show because they wore Reeboks in the TV show more than I ever saw Nikes. But they were pretty much just like old 80s Reebok trainers. I had no connection to them. The connection to the show was very minimal at that. Just they had the Stranger Things bat first and they struck out. And I think Nike came back and hit it out of the park. So... Those exist. I forgot about those. <laughs> so you said they're like, oh, yeah, they did do that. Yeah, super bad. So not knowing the show, is like ghosts a thing on the show? Is that why like that shoe kind of became like this, you know, hand-drawn like writing and stuff? Wasn't that part of a Halloween costume they wore because they were Ghostbusters? They did those too. I mean, just... I feel like Reebok used the same like two models for a grip of collaborations. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think it's the most interesting thing about like the stranger things conversation to me is that you clearly had the Reebok collaboration first and then to have Nike come in and do this crazy over the top, like, you know, collection of things is really, really odd to me, but I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like, obviously I'm not like watching the show. So really it's hard for me to get into any of the shoes, but just odd. Yeah. Not the, I mean, I think 
they're right down there with like the Naruto. I don't want to say up there. <laughs> down yeah, yeah. out the bottom. Yep. Um, so, I mean, this is another really quiet collab, which I think was expertly executed. The Beavis and Butthead Adidas skateboarding, which yep. just had Beavis and Butthead on the back of the shoe on canvas shoes. And that's exactly what I want in my life. I really wish I would have bought a pair of those. But Beavis and Butthead, Mike Judge, all together. It's like my favorite person to make TV. So huge Beavis and Butthead fan. And another situation of me playing myself by not buying them. You know what crazy? I think I was in I was in Marshall's probably a month ago. And I saw like a stack of those things sitting there. And I wasn't even thinking about it. Like I was going to do something else. And I just remember passing by and there was a pair of, uh, I can't remember which one they were, but they were, yeah, they were, they were sitting out. And uh, they were like 39 bucks, I think. Man, go back and see if they got a 12. <laughs> I will go see. Just just for you, Robbie. <laughs> no, this is dope. So I don't know if, if this was a part of the same uh, kind of collection or whatever, but... There was like that, you know, like the, the skateboarding, like the, I think it's like the match court or the Niza or whatever, but there was also, um, a bunch of like apparel that came out maybe beforehand. And I, I'm not like a big Beavis and Butthead fan, but there was like a, um, a couple of like t-shirts and hoodies. I know one of the hoodies had like them in like their like fast food job or whatever that they had like yeah. around, around the, the Adidas logo. That was super <laughs> dope to me. I think I liked actually the apparel better than the sneakers one in this whole thing. Dang. I just found a pair for 65 bucks with no box. Remember that, that time Robbie said he wasn't copping anything else? Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> this entire time, I've just been thinking about shit I want to buy. <laughs> it's like, I'm a crackhead. Let's have a social forum about crack. That's pretty much what this is. Um, <laughs> it's how I feel on the inside. Um, let's see here. So, I mean, kind of in that same vein, the American Dad, Stan Smith, those released very quietly. Your token green and white Stan Smith, but they had the American Dad character on the tongue instead of Stan. Those were kind of cool. The show's dumb as hell, though. Hate oh, that dude, I, I love that show and I love that shoe. Like the insole has Stan Smith inside with the tennis racket. Stan yeah. Smith from the show. Uh, I thought it was like it was done perfectly. Like you couldn't have planned that better. Yeah, I like this one a lot too. I'm 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 with Mike on this one. Although like it's hard for me to imagine like buying those when when you're wearing a Stan Smith, you're not gonna see anything. Um, that distinguishes it as American Dad, uh, you know. I mean, I know, the, you tongue, know. the tongue label and stuff, but yeah, I'm also like, like, would I pay, you know, let's say retail or slightly above for that shoe when I could just buy like the regular Stan Smith for like forty bucks on sale or fifty bucks on sale? Probably not. Yeah, <laughs> it's always a struggle, man. There's always something else that that may have a better value. Watch, there's going to be that one guy who goes to a girl's house and she's like, take your shoes off. And he takes his shoes off and she sees the insole and she's like, I love American Dad. Let's get it on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the scenarios that run through your head. 
<laughs> that was like organically. That was a whole train of thought I had as it that. Like, well, someone's gonna see it and it's gonna get someone laid. Um, <laughs> no but um, it did. Um, so another kind of let's just say in cartoons. Um, well, let's bounce back to I think two thousand six, two thousand five. Um, the Homer and Marge Simpson, SB Dunks, um, definitely cult classics. I think the Homers are more wearable because they're, you know, that, that nice soft blue. But I've always thought they were ugly, man. Like, there's so many SBs out there that are, like, highly coveted and people love them. And I get whatever, like, nostalgia play it has going on for them. But for me... Just the look of those shoes is too busy. This, yeah, I, I never liked them. <laughs> I, I, there's very few SB Dunks I just didn't like. I mean, uh, I was never a fan of like the, I mean, I'm going to get slapped by every sneakerhead on earth, but I never really liked the Three Bears colorway. I think those were too much, but I was, I think the Simpsons uh, colorways, the Marge and the Homer were pretty dope. Uh, but I almost feel like there's no point in me talking about those because they cost as much as like a cash car and uh, good luck finding them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of with Mike. I, I pretty much like all the SB Dunk stuff. Um, I actually like the Marge probably better. Normally, I don't like the high tops better, but on that particular colorway, I just thought it was awesome because it was so obnoxious. But um, I guess like related, related but uh, slightly... I think slightly earlier, I think the Vans collab came out beforehand. I thought the Vans Simpsons like whole collaboration was just total fire. There was like every, almost every model in the Vans lineup. It seemed like all of the artwork, like super dope. Um, I don't know. What did, what did you guys think of those? Vans does just a phenomenal job at their, uh, their collaborations. It's, I don't know because everything's on canvas that it's just easy for them to go ahead and put these things together or their creative team is just way better. But every collaboration I've seen, uh, bands do, they're fantastic. Even when they're just putting pizza on like classic, you know, the, the, the slip ons is just a one. Man, it, we could do a whole episode just on vans, vans collab. Uh, for sure. So, we probably should actually. I was <laughs> right. like, it probably should make that happen one day. So, uh, go ahead. No, I, I say I bet you a million bucks. There's a Vans day. Like, there's a day for everything. It's kind of like a calendar day for Vans. Yeah, seriously. I was just gonna say, like, one thing about like the Vans, like Simpsons collaboration that was really cool. Um, you know, so this is like 2006 or 2007, I think, and they basically pulled in artists to like rework the shoes in collaboration. So Vans did like the Simpsons, the Vans brought the Simpsons in and then let's say Stash or, um, you know, Futura or whomever else would, you know, Jeff McFetridge would do like their version for the, of the shoe, which to me, that's like a really cool way to kind of bring together some creative, you know, I don't want to pick on any, any brands, but like, you know, sometimes just seeing like a basic, you know, 
throw the Mickey logo on the shoe, like the Adidas stuff that's coming out this this week or next week. Um, no, that 3D Mickey one looks pretty good, though. I think it's on a Stan Smith. That one's probably the best one of the bunch. Yeah, and I like that. But but I look at, like, I see, I think of, like, this collab and how you're giving an artist, like, you know, a Futura or a Stash or, who you know, pick your favorite artist because there was a ton yeah, of work on this. Yeah, it's pretty on it. It gives a whole new spin on on everything, and I love that. So this one is definitely up there. Like the whole collaboration, the whole pack was, I think, you know, probably top, top near the top of my list. If we were to rank this whole list of of you know TV collaborations or TV inspired sneakers, yeah, like you know what I I definitely agree with that. That they just took a different approach with it and made it kind of his own unique thing. So yep. Here, here. Uh, so, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna group these next three together. Um, I guess two. So you have the Entourage LeBron Eight V Two, the Entourage SB Dunk, and then wasn't there a third um, or a second Entourage Dunk? Well, the Dunk or Air Force? Uh, yeah, so there's variations of the dunk, and then there's also the Air Force One, yeah, that was in okay. the actual show. So, yeah, the, the, the legendary Air Force One. And, I mean, they're all – you said there's so many variants. Like, they're all kind of – there's some easily copable ones, like the the kind of elephant print-looking black entourage dunks. But then there's other ones out there that are straight-up unicorns. So it can get serious real quick. Yeah. Um, I mean, the show was definitely appealing to me when I was like 17, 18. I tried to watch it again a couple years ago and I was like, yeah, this isn't funny anymore, but, uh, <laughs> but the shoes still look good. Like the eight V two is one of my favorite LeBrons. Yeah. I thought that looked really clean. The dunks were always kind of okay. But at the time, I remember like the entourage dunk during like the last season of the show. That was a hot, that was a hot topic. Like that was on every blog. Yeah. But not really for me. I mean, the LeBrons are one I kick myself over and over again because I remember when I worked at Champs in the Waco Mall. And I remember I went to the foot action. They were sitting but I ended up buying a pair of Diamond Turf 2s instead in the San Francisco colorway. I kicked myself every day knowing that I could have had that pair of shoes just in my collection, and I, this still one I, I kind of want. I'm right there with you. Uh, that, shoe is, that shoe is definitely one of my favorite LeBron colorways. Um, I, was, I was a pretty big fan of the show. I think like par- partially because like I lived in LA when it came out and, or when it was, you know, kind of big and um, yeah, I, I think all of them were pretty well done. So I, I obviously like the dunks. Um, I'm going to have to wear them tomorrow now, but let's <laughs> <laughs> look for Twitter. Make sure, Hey, call him out if he's not wearing those, right? Yeah, Little seriously. flex. Little <laughs> Um, so, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, lump these two together. Um, we have the Transformers Reebok, which I believe was like a sound scream and Megatron. Yes. I might be remembering correctly, but there's, 
like we were talking about packaging a lot. That was some packaging. Those Transformer Reeboks, I believe they came with the toy in some versions. Those were those, those were the true. And then the super sample, super rare Transformer Air Jordan 5, also known as the Rich Man's DB5. <laughs> the rich man's db5 God the, the richer man's db5 I don't yeah. Know. but yeah those the reebok in specific those were insane i won't wear them because they're reeboks but real recognize real those, those were sick like you still give us that preface you know what i like them but i'm not gonna wear them because you know yeah i i really like the reeboks too um it look yeah, coming with the um, – I, I can't remember if the Transformers – so Transformers also had like a uh, – there was like an Asics Transformers and then there was also like Puma Transformers. So I don't remember which yes. ones were which. And for some reason in my head, when I think of Transformers, and this is blasphemous because I was a fan of both, but when you talk about the, the Reebok Transformers – I think of Voltron, oh, which was which was even more bananas because it came with like all the different colors. So you know, like I obviously wanted the whole set because what good is one arm or a leg when you have to have all five? You know, to form to form as Voltron. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, I didn't I didn't actually get any of those. So. Um, yeah, but I'm pretty sure those came with the toy too, right? Or at least released around that same time. But oh shit, you know what? I just realized that Transformers there was also uh a Nike Transformers pack probably 2010 maybe. Oh uh, yeah, wasn't that with the um Oh the my zoom, god, I can't remember was the, the Zoom Flight Club and the Zoom uh Sharkalade and the Zoom uh, Fun Police, Zoom FP. So there mm-hmm. was like, and those packages were super dope because they were they were like basically like had like the you know the whole package was looked like it was like a toy hanging on the shelf. Didn't they have a uh, Calvin Johnson sneaker as well? The Megatron, like he had a Megatron colorway that came with the purple Megatron toy. Yeah, I think so. So Transformers like just double, triple, quadruple dipping on the on the list here. Dang, they were everywhere. <laughs> you know what? I'm trying to we've got I didn't realize there were so many. We've gone through this huge list and I didn't realize there's so many TV related shoes. I mean, I still have a couple of obscure ones that I that I remember that I don't know. I'm gonna see if Robbie has them before I mention them. I think Robbie muted himself. Yeah, I think I'm having full conversations with myself, and that's okay. <laughs> um, I figured that's what happened. I think why did why don't they like me? But uh, <laughs> yeah, 2018 there was the RSX Puma Transformers, and those were crazy fresh too. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Dang, I'm gonna see if they're sitting in store still. See, every time we have these freaking conversations, y'all make me start thinking about stuff I left sitting on shelves. 
shoes sitting on a shelf. I tried to make the transformer sound to that <laughs> to that beat, but no, oh, they're hella dope. There, yeah, there's a free 7.0. There's there's been a lot a lot of transformers, much like the Michael Bay movies. They never stop coming. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Um, so next up here, I'm curious to see what Mike has because we're nearing the end. Um, we also have here yeah. the uh, I don't know. What do you have, Mike? Because I think that's that's the end of what I really have. Oh no, there's, there's not at all. There, there's way more. There's the Mork and Mindy SB Dunks. While we're still yeah. talking about Quagmires. End of night. Um, that makes me so sad just thinking about Robin Williams, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, these are like, I think, some of the most unwearable dunks ever made. Like, colorway. <laughs> so I think, I think dunks in general, talk. right? There's like, there's like an, some interesting stuff around dunks because you have, like you said, Mark and Mindy's, like the Twin Peaks dunks. Obviously, we mentioned Entourage dunks. We're probably forgetting some. But I've read the Quagmires. Those were a pretty oh, shit, popular yeah. too. Quagmires, yeah. I mean, dunks are just like the perfect, especially SBs, right? Because you know, like, I just picture like a bunch of dudes sitting in a skate shop in like some really, you know, out there small town or, or wherever, like just a local skate shop, right? Most of them are probably like high, smoking weed. And they're like, you know what would be cool on a dunk? And it's like next, you know, like two, two, three years later, that actually comes to fruition and becomes a reality. And that's super dope to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think there has to be at least one other family guy shoe we're not remembering, but Mm -hmm. listeners, if you're still with us, help us out. There has to be at least one more. Um, but we digress. This next one I think is the ugliest. I think it ranks up there as one of the ugliest shoes ever made. Um, the Yo MTV raps Puma. (laughs) Those were trash. I liked what they were doing, but they were ugly as crap. Those redefine trash. That's just like, (laughs) that's like trash from the 33rd century. Bad. Yeah, pass for me. <laughs> it's a no for me, Doug. <laughs> as long as we're all in the same boat. So we also have the Miami Vice Reeboks. Again, really good looking, just not for me, but still super dope. <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't, I don't remember them, so I have no real opinion on them. They're just bright, bright colored Miami inspired, like, I think it was court victory pump or something, but, uh, oh, okay. and I think there was, there's also been like, uh, like ventilators, I think too. But, um, I mean, I, I, I would rock them, but I wouldn't go out of my way to get them. I don't think. As well, you probably, should. <laughs> as you probably should. So there's, there's three more I want to close out with, but Mike, what, what others did you have that, um, that we might not have touched on? Yeah, so I got four. Two of them are going to be in the same category because they're from the same company. But these two were, I think, decently recent. You had the uh, – and both sold out pretty quickly. 
the Rick and Morty Diodorus, and then you have the Astro Boy Diodorus. Now, I'm kind of conflicted because I can't remember Astro Boy was a show or a movie, so you guys correct me on that. They were pretty cool collabs. Like, you had the, just the, the imagery of uh, just, just like, basic white, like Diodorus, but you had, like, the, you know, little cartoon scenes on his sneakers, which were pretty cool. Um, then you had the Slam Dunk, Jordan 6s from the anime uh, Slam Dunk. Oh, yeah, duh. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, very last one shoe that was, uh, I think, very polarizing because we were mad that we didn't get an original structure of it. But the Fresh French Jordan 5 with the uh, no laces. Very good. It's a good one. Yep. yep, I did too. That's um, all I got, guys. That was my four. <laughs> so I figured I figured since we, we kind of... Uh, we, these are all um, the last three that I wanted to mention. Robbie and I talked a little bit about before we started recording, but um, Nike typically makes some very limited run shoes for um, various partners. And I think that since it is sneaker history, we should talk about the Seinfeld home improvement and friends trainers that were made for those shows back in the 90s um it looks like the the home improvement was made for the 100th episode and it's just like your typical kind of cross trainer i can't i can't really recall what shoe it is um the seinfeld the air seinfeld shoes were just a super basic like court classic type shoe um and then what was uh the friend's shoe was, I forget what the name of it was. Do you remember, Robbie? We just I had it. it earlier. I'm trying to find it again. Um, it was the Air. Uh, oh, man. I know this one. It's a really weird one. Oh, the um, Air Edge. The Air Edge. Yes. Which was made for the second season of Friends. So I don't know if we could really put these on the list because it's stupid rare and you had to work the show or get really lucky and come across them in a, you know, thrift store or something. But it's cool that Nike uh, does this and used to do this, you know, even back into like the the mid nineties. Right. I just think, I think this is super dope. Like if, if I had a, a shoe brand, this would be something that I would do on a regular basis is just like, let me just make, you know, a hundred shoes for the people that work on this show that I'm a fan of and send them out and see what happens with it. Yeah, no, that's always cool. Cause that's just something awesome just as a piece of it. It turns into like a piece of history in those shows because each of those were super popular in their own right. And if you can find that and you're like a diehard fan or just a you know diehard sneakerhead, it, it works for both sides. So would you choose Seinfeld, Friends, or Home Improvement if you had the option to pick any of those shoes? <sighs> I mean, if I'm going for pure aesthetics, I have to go with the home improvement ones. <laughs> How about friends? You, friends, oh. because the going, like the branding on the tongue is really cool. So I definitely have to go the friends. But I just keep looking at those Diodoras. I totally forgot about those, and those are sick as hell, the Rick and Morty ones. But definitely gonna roll with 
yeah, roll with friends season two. So, so I, I think like as a style that it's the worst of the group, but for pure nostalgia reasons, I'd have to go with the Seinfelds, but, uh, we'll throw a picture of these all up on, on, uh, Instagram or whatever. And, and just let us know what you guys think. But, um, we've, we've been, we've been running a little long on this one, so we better wrap. And, uh, I just want to say thank you again to everybody for listening. It's, it's super dope that we have so many people tuning in every episode and, and, you know, just rocking with us. I am like just so grateful that people actually enjoy the content that we're putting out. So thank you all. But um, obviously uh, you can follow us all on sneaker history, but um, guys let them know how they can find you. Yep. Mike Guillory. You can find me of course on sneaker history as Nick mentioned. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789. And of course on YouTube at Mike Guillory. Robbie, where can they find you? You can find me at R-A-H-B-E-E-702. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And don't pay $4,000 for some Oreo Supreme. (laughs) Actually, do it and let us know. I want to talk to you. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, we appreciate y'all listening. We'll catch you next time. Peace. See ya. If if, If a bear poops a Supreme cookie in the woods, does it say Supreme? Uh, that's the hype beast who's gonna go find it yeah. all right all right all right well uh yeah we're out of here <laughs> <laughs>hey everyone this is nick again before you take off i wanted to ask a couple favors of you if you're interested in more content from the sneaker history crew become a member of our patreon page where we post daily content drop exclusive episodes and host monthly giveaways We'll even help you hunt for your grails. Check us out at patreon.com slash sneakerhistory. Also, make sure you sign up for our email newsletter at sneakerhistory.com slash email. We send out weekly updates on the footwear business and what we're working on here at Sneaker History. Last but not least, take a second to tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how much it means to someone, and it might even plant the seeds for something even bigger. As always, we appreciate you, and we'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, And we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.